The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Virginia Health Commissioner Dr. Colin Green was formally reprimanded by the State Board of Health yesterday. As Patrick Larson reports, board members say they felt Green downplayed the role of systemic racism in public health. Commissioner Green found himself in hot water for saying the word racism may alienate white Virginians. In a resolution passed in a meeting Thursday, the board called that an embarrassment. Here's member Holly Puritz. To say that racism isn't part of the problem is minimizing a lot of good work. Puritz, an OBGYN since 1987, says it's disheartening to see racial disparities in childbirth in 2022. Black moms are dying at higher rates, which tells us or tells me that there's some systemic issues we're not addressing, whether it's implicit bias or systemic racism, that we have to overcome. In response, Green acknowledged the importance of race in public health, also saying it's one factor of many that determines outcomes. Patrick Larson, VPM News. Goochland High School hosted a screening of a film promoting the false claim that the 2020 election was stolen on Thursday night. The superintendent of the school district says they were not involved. Ben Pavier has more. The film 2000 Mules centers on the debunked claim that the 2020 presidential election was stolen by fraud. Goochland Superintendent Jeremy Rayleigh told VPM News the district is, quote, not involved in any way in the screening, which he said was organized by the Goochland Tea Party. Rayleigh says the district's policies allow local nonprofits, like the Tea Party, to rent school facilities for free if they pay for the cost of extra custodial staff. Flyers for the screening said it was organized by Republican Delegate John McGuire, who is now running for state Senate. McGuire is one of four current Virginia lawmakers who've said they attended the January 6, 2021 Stop the Steal rally in Washington, D.C. He and the other lawmakers say they didn't storm the U.S. Capitol. Ben Pavier, VPM News. U.S. Senator Tim Kaine says he's hopeful the next vote he casts will make gun control a priority in America. Kane told reporters yesterday that it takes perseverance to pass gun control legislation. America suffers from an unacceptable real public health emergency of gun violence, but we can't be despondent and say there's nothing we can do. Because if you do the right things, you could make your community safer. The bipartisan Safer Communities Act includes broader background checks and increased funding for mental health resources. A local nonprofit has scrapped its plans to open the Richmond region's only year-round inclement weather shelter for people experiencing homelessness. According to the Richmond Free Press, Commonwealth Catholic Charities canceled a planned renovation to create the shelter after no firms bid on the project. The project was financed by nearly $1.8 million of federal money set aside by Richmond City Council. Catholic Charities returned the remaining funds to the city. Richmond has no current plan to open a permanent location by October 1st, which is usually when the city opens a cold-weather shelter. Those city officials told the Richmond Times-Dispatch they're seeking solutions. 
The Virginia Department of Motor Vehicles announced this week that a new resource is available to help employees better serve customers who are deaf or hard of hearing. A wireless electronic device called UbiDuo has two small screens with keyboards that allow a customer and employee to communicate in real time. State officials say the device is now available at all 75 DMV centers across the state. If customers prefer to use sign language, DMV officials say they will continue to arrange for an interpreter to be available. It's a good weekend to look up. Five planets will be visible in the sky due to a rare astronomical event. Catherine Hafner from partner station WHRO has more. Call it the age of Aquarius. Jupiter is aligning with Mars, and so are three other planets, plus the moon. It's called an alignment when planets happen to line up in a row while they're completing their separate orbits around the sun. Justin Mason is director of ODU's planetarium. He says it hasn't happened since 2004, and this time is different in another way. What's really intriguing about this alignment is they're actually in order the same way as they are in order in the solar system. These planets are all going to be very bright and very easy to find. They'll be the brightest things going from east over to the south, and you'll be able to see them in like a, almost like a straight line as they work their way across the sky. Mason says if you do have binoculars or a telescope, it's a great time to use them. You may spot more planetary wonders like Saturn's rings or Jupiter's moons. That was Catherine Hafner reporting. The best time to see the spectacle was technically at 5 this morning, but Justin Mason from ODU says you'll be able to see the planets in alignment all weekend long. The newly opened Seven Bends State Park near the town of Woodstock is home to hiking trails, riverside recreational opportunities, vibrant biodiversity, and some hidden gems of local history. Randy B. Hagee from partner station WMRA reports. One of Virginia's newest state parks is named for the Seven Bends of the North Fork of the Shenandoah River that flows along its western border. Stroll down the Bass Bite Trail that meanders its way along the river, and you're likely to see deer browsing along the banks, butterflies and pennant dragonflies flitting between milkweed flowers, and visitors tucked into fishing coves or walking their dogs. Governor Glenn Youngkin held an official dedication ceremony at the park last Tuesday, but plans to create a state park here have been in the works for about 17 years, and the park has been open to the public, albeit under the radar, since 2020. It's 1,066 acres running from the North Fork of the Shenandoah River up to the top of Powell Mountain, which is part of the Massanutten Mountains. David Brotman is the executive director of Friends of the North Fork of the Shenandoah River, which serves as a community support organization for the park, organizing volunteers and educational programs and writing grants. We've got a very engaged, responsive community as far as their care of the land. They have more than 200 registered volunteers who logged over 1,200 hours working in the park last year. On the physical plant level, we have done quite a bit of trail building, invasive species removal, where that's a problem for native plants. The park was assembled from three parcels of land, two that were donated by the town of Woodstock and a private landowner, and one that the state purchased from the Massanutten Military Academy, where they ran Camp Lupton. That was my summer camp when I was a boy, which was formative for me in my connections with nature and recreation in the outdoors. A clipping from a 1936 news article that was posted in the Facebook group Abandoned in Shenandoah County, Virginia, reads that the boys' summer camp opened June 29th that year and offered water sports, horseback riding, athletic fields, and handicrafts with, quote, the advantages of working and playing with a group of clean, manly associates. 
Baratman noted how pleased he was that the site of the camp will now be preserved for future generations to enjoy, such as the North Fork Conservation Corps, a program for local teens to do service projects, learn, and play in the park. They can canoe, kayak, fly fish. We also bring them out in the woods where they can learn about trees and wildlife and all sorts of aspects of nature. Those teens in the first year of the program helped clear vegetation that had grown up around those old Woodstock reservoirs. One of the two of them is a mysterious looking old stone structure out in the middle of the woods halfway up the mountain. That is where the town used to catch its water off the mountain and pipe it over into town. As I found out from the Woodstock town manager, both of the reservoirs are well over 100 years old, having been built in 1901 and 1910 respectively. Ancient structures hidden in the woods sounded too cool for me to pass up. If you can survive the very steep initial ascent of the Paw Paw Hollow Trail and keep trekking for another mile and a half or so through ferns and sunbaked pines and wild blueberry bushes, you come to the Woodstock Reservoirs, two big basins hewn out of stone tucked into the mountainside. One of them is empty, but the other is full of water and life. If you listen very closely, you can hear what sounds like water dripping. It's actually tons and tons of big fat tadpoles coming up to the surface of the pond. The park's master plan notes that gray tree frogs and green frogs are among the park's amphibious residents, of which there are many. The forested parts of Seven Bends are classified as an outstanding area of ecological integrity, the highest rating attainable under the Virginia Department of Conservation and Recreation's Natural Landscape Assessment. Some sections of the park that have traditionally been farmed for corn, soybeans, and hay are slated to be developed as demonstration fields for best agricultural practices when cultivating beside a river. The stretch of the North Fork of the Shenandoah River within the park is also part of the 8.8 miles that were designated as a Virginia Scenic River in April. I'm Randy B. Hagee. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.